living in a world that's all by design, it's up to us to break the chains of tyranny to become we, the ungovernable. You are listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast with your host, the Kentucky Renegade. It's the Christmas season, and if you're looking to get one of your loved ones something from a veteran-owned and American company, look no further than hardluxallamericanapparel.com. Now, Keith has partnered with some of the best veteran-owned companies out there, Nine Line to Valhalla Project, K-Bar Soap Company, Blackout Coffee, Duke Cannon, Warfighters.com, and Enter Mugs. So please, if you're looking to get those stocking stuffers and gifts for under the tree from an American-owned and veteran-owned company, go check out hardluxallamericanapparel.com. Just let them know that the Kentucky Renegade sent you. Do you like things that go boom? Well, I suggest you go on over to innermugs.com. Now, Tyler, he was the EOD tech in the military, so all of his tumblers are designed after the military ordinance he had to deal with in being in the military. Now, this is the holiday season, so this would be the perfect time to go over and to get one of your loved ones a badass tumbler or any of the other merchandise he has on his site. Now, he has tumblers like the High Explosive Grenade Tumbler, the Riot Control uh, Grenade Tumbler. He's got the White Phosphorus Smoke Grenade Tumbler the 500-pound bomb tumbler, the Hellfire Guided Missile Tumbler, the High Explosive Tumbler, the VX Chemical Tumbler. He's also got the White Phosphorus Screening Smoke Tumbler and get the Burn It Down Thermite Tumbler, which the proceeds from that will go to help Troy and the Change Unchained Burn It Down Ranch to build tiny homes for the victims of human trafficking. Now, this is a promotion that will end December 16th. You can use promo code HOLIDAY30 and you will get 30% off your order. So please go check out innermugs.com. All the flair without the pop. Welcome to the show, everybody. Today is Thursday, December the 7th. And... I hope everybody's having an amazing Thursday out there. Uh, we are getting down to the end of the year. We are approaching Christmas and New Year's. So I hope everybody is prepared for a holiday. Uh, please go check out my official sponsors. Uh, Tyler with Enert Mugs. We are trying to raise $1,000 by the end of the year. For Change Unchained. So please go check out innermugs.com. Get you a Change Unchained Tumblr. And in the promo code, put in Burn It Down. Now you'll receive a free keychain. And, you know, we're just trying to get some more money for the tiny homes that they build on the Burn It Down Ranch. So please go check out innermugs.com. Also go check out trenot.com backslash sinmen and get you some of those health and beauty products, men and women. 
you can get some amazing things for your gut, uh, for your hair, your skin, your nails, uh, to get all that beauty. You know, it'd take a lot of shit to get me to look beautified, but please go check out Cindy Davis at Trinot.com backslash Sinman. Also go check out hard all American.com. Uh, Keith out there hustling every weekend. You see him out there all over the place in Georgia. He's out there trying to promote his business and he has partnered up with some kick-ass, uh, veteran owned companies, uh, to Valhalla project, nine line, inert mugs, uh, warfighters.com, uh, K bar soap company, Duke cannon, so please go check him out, get you a gift or two for your loved ones. It's veteran owned businesses. So please go check him out. Hardluxallamerican.com. Now today is the 50th episode of the Renegades Ramp podcast. Now this wouldn't be possible without my listeners. So please uh, share this, make sure that you get it out there. And I want to thank every one of you for listening and tuning in week to week to hear me rant and rave and, you know, talk shit, you know, because this is about the only platform that I'm able to get onto and talk shit and speak the truth and give you information that, you know, you can share and get out there. So please make sure that you are following the show. Please make sure that you share it, get it out there, get my listens up, get my uh, following up and help me move along and, and move forward because I have a lot of goals for next year. I want to make sure I meet those goals. Uh, for the most part, I had minimal goals set for this. Uh, now I've surpassed the one year. That was my major goal for this podcast was to go for one year. Now I've made it the one year. Now I need to get, you know, my listener, uh, following up so I can continue to climb, continue to do great things. Um, and support other podcasts. As I said, uh, check out a little extra Lambo. Lambo has been the guy that helped me get into the podcast game and he's always supporting me. And I find it very important that we all just help each other and share each other's podcasts. Any kind of important information that are on these podcasts, it's very important that we share that information. So make sure that you're hitting the notification bell. Uh, to get the alerts of when I drop new episodes, which are always going to be Thursday until I decide I'm going to change it to a different day, which I do not see anytime soon. Uh, big news coming up at the end of the year. I cannot wait. And you all, I would hope, would be very excited to hear this news. So please wait until the end of the year and you will be... Uh, hopefully very excited about what I got going on. Uh, so please go check out a little extra Lambo, 
Also, go check out A Man Apart Podcast. And I will be supporting and putting out other podcasts. There are some new ones that I've started up. I will be adding those to my link tree. So you can go to the uh, Kentucky Renegade Patriot uh, link tree. And they are in my bios on my social media accounts, except for TikTok. Now, you have to have a 1,000 followers on TikTok. I think I just surpassed 300. And surprisingly, I've been up for almost a week. So hopefully I can keep that account and everybody can follow me and you can get in my link tree and see all the businesses I support and promote and all the podcasts I promote. So please go check out my link tree and let's get into it. Episode 50. We are not alone. Now, when I started this podcast, I knew exactly where I wanted to take it, but I wanted to give a lot of information and my viewpoints politically uh, to what's going on. Now, nor do I support right or left. I do have constitutional conservative values. Um, and there are some things I support that are being said and done from time to time. Like this whole thing with Marsha Blackburn. Uh, she is one to go after Epstein Island and the client list. But as we've seen, Senator Dick Durbin turn down the subpoena of uh, going after that list. Just goes to show, government's involved. So, with this podcast, I also wanted to get into more of the conspiracy and things that generally, you know, some people just kind of look at and they're just kind of like, really? You know, it's conspiracy. Well, we know where the term conspiracy theory came from. And it came from the CIA. And they just didn't want people talking about JFK's assassination. Well, fast forward to today. Now, we know what's been going on with all these... uh, committees and oversight hearings and the UAP hearings about UFOs and alien life form. I wanted to make sure that I did a correct show on this and I will be looking into getting actual guests that can really speak more on this that have more information, more insight to what is going on. Now, don't let this get you confused about Project Bluebeam. We all know what's going on with Project Bluebeam. And if you don't know, look it up. Uh, There is a few books out there. There's some uh, little short documentaries that you can watch on it. And 
basically what it comes down to with Project Bluebeam is they want to see the world as a one-world government. They want to destroy religions. And they just want complete and total totalitarianism across the board. But way before Project Bluebeam, we seen the things that have happened around the world. And it's a very interesting topic to me because I do believe we are not alone. I do believe there's other life forms here on earth. I do believe in the uh, sightings that have happened throughout time. And if you go back and you can watch a show like Ancient Aliens, and they even discuss that a lot of these older civilizations were receiving alien technology. Now, you can believe it. You can not believe it. I'm not going to judge you either way. It's just like your religious beliefs. I'm not going to judge you either way. But, I mean, the most evidence that we had was what? Back in July of 1947, you had the incident at Roswell, New Mexico. Where you had a flying saucer crash. And then what does the government do? They send in the military. They scoop it up. And they haul it off and they hide it. And what did they blame it on? They blamed it on a weather balloon. So it's kind of an interesting story that that's happening. And then we've had the Chinese weather balloons happening here, which I think a lot of the things that are happening now are geared more towards Project Bluebeam. Because I think that was a way that they could wrap it up in a nice little present before they unleash hell on the entire world. But you go back to uh, the very beginning uh, for us here in this country. Uh, 1947, you had the Roswell incident and then you had Project Sign in 1947 come about and that was by air force general nathan twining where they want to collect and evaluate information about ufo sightings now that went on for two years from 1947 to 1949 and basically the military said well you know it's a bunch about nothing there's nothing to see here So they kind of dismissed everything. Uh, They denied, denied, denied the whole Roswell incident. Then you had, in 1949, Project Grudge. So Project Grudge went on from 1949 to 1952 And it was another panel 
of military that was looking into these UFO sightings and these different anomalies that were going on. And, you know, they basically, uh, nothing to see here. You know, they, they, they kept wanting to deny, even though that they had sightings everywhere. Now, also during that time frame, you had, <clears throat> you know, Admiral Byrd, you know, of the U.S. Navy. And I'm going to get a little bit more into this about Antarctica because that's one of my largest fascinations in the world is Antarctica. But besides the UFOs and extraterrestrial life, uh, is Antarctica and the ocean for me. You know, and you had Admiral Byrd uh you know in 1946 under operation high jump where they went down to antarctica and they took 13 naval ships they took 33 aircraft and then they took like 3300 troops and they went into antarctica because it was known during world war ii that you know, you had Hitler who was completely obsessed with Antarctica. And supposedly, from what we know, is that, you know, that the the Nazis had went down there, they had set up shop, and they had bases, and they were basically underneath the ice, and a lot of the world's largest collection of uh, artifacts and artwork, Hitler stored in a basically a container down there. Now, Admiral Byrd and them, they, they went down there. Now, Admiral Byrd, him and another uh, gentleman in the military they went and they did a flying expedition over the north pole they were the first to do it they were the youngest to do it and then they also flew over the south pole and you know they received medal of honor for doing that and they went down there to antarctica and according to admiral bird now this is him specifically is they said they were fighting a new enemy that can fly and fight. And it wasn't of human. Uh, it wasn't as is non-biological. And that they could fly pole to pole in an instant. Now from the North Pole to the South Pole is about 12,000 miles. Now they were saying that. You know, at one point in time, uh, I believe it was back in the 90s, that there was a basically a contrail that ran from the South Pole to the North Pole. That this would have had to have been flying past Mach 10, going over 50,000 miles an hour. 
Now, if you ask me, that does not sound like anything that we have in our repertoire for the military. So we are experiencing things during that time frame that is unexplainable. <clears throat> but of course the government, they, they, they lie. That's what they're good at. And they have been doing secret programs for a while. And I do believe that they encountered aliens you know, during the Roswell thing, and they've been getting trade-off for alien technology. Now, that's been said everywhere, that, you know, a lot of civilizations and a lot of countries have met with these so-called aliens, and they have traded, traded off things. Now, it was said back in the 50s in 1954 that uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower had met with extraterrestrials and there was a agreement that was supposed to be made that, you know, we would get rid of our nuclear programs and then the aliens would trade off technology that would change the world. Well we still have the nuclear programs. And I think that's another reason why we have extra extraterrestrial life here on earth is because they are trying to monitor what we're doing because evidently there's something here, you know, there's plenty of resources that, you know, aliens would want to protect, you know, the water, you know, other different minerals, and it would make sense. You know, a lot of these sightings we're seeing now and a lot of that have happened over time has near has been near military installations or near our naval fleets that are out, you know, doing training. So I think that a lot of this is so so interesting to me. Then you had back in 1952 all the way to 1969, you had Project Blue Book, and it was formerly Project Grudge, and this was ran by General Hoyt Vandenberg of the U.S. Air Force, you know, and in that time frame, they had over 12,000 sightings, and they had 701 of those that are unexplained cases but they didn't want to pursue it. Basically the U S government came out and told the press that there was nothing worth pursuing. There's nothing to see here. Uh, people are just, you know, seeing things. Uh, I think one of the anomalies that they had seen, they basically lied to the media and had the media come out and say that uh, they were seeing something that had to, to do with the heat wave and it was an illusion. It's kind of hard to say that you're seeing an illusion when there's photographs 
of those anomalies. I mean, just throughout the time, you know, 1953, you had the Robertson panel. Then in 1966, you had the Condon, pan, uh, Condon committee, committee. And you've seen all these different aspects of the government looking into this. What is it? If they're spending this much money and this much time looking into and investigating, you know, the UFOs or now they call them UAPs, the unidentified aerial phenomena. Why are they spending this much money? And why is some of the government coming out and they're wanting to question what's going on? Cause these are, these are dark programs. These are these are black ops that are being done. This is dark money that's going into these different entities of our government to investigate this and to look at this. I mean, Area 51, Bob Lazar came out and talked about working at S4, which is near Area 51, and doing uh, reverse engineering on UFOs and working on biologicals. So we have people who, throughout you know, the past 70, 80 years, who have been talking about this. Even William Lear, who was the uh, Lear jet magnet, you know, he, he's the one that came up with the Lear jet. Um, he also created the so-called satellite and the communication systems for NASA, saying that he got all this from alien technology, that he was called in to come down to Area 51 to help work on these UFOs and the communications that they were receiving and the things that they were working on with extraterrestrials. Then you had, what, 2007, you had the Department of Defense, you know, they created the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, which is ATIP. Um, and it wasn't until 2017 that the Pentagon actually recognized it as a program that they were running to look into this. And you had people like Lou, Eliz Lou Elizondo who was the one that was running a tip, you know, and he's come out and he said that there are bio, you know, these, uh, these, uh, aliens that are here. We are not alone. Even Stephen Hawking back before he passed said that, we would be foolish not to think that there's not another life form 
out there in our universe. There's all kinds of evidence everywhere. Sightings are being seen everywhere, being recorded everywhere. Now, you have to decide what's appropriate for, is it a sighting or is this Project Bluebeam? But I think the more the government pushes in the direction of saying that we're not alone builds up the ability for them to utilize Project Bluebeam. And you can go on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and X, and you can look at the videos of the holograms that are out. There's all kinds of countries that are doing these holograms that are you know, I've seen one of a train that goes all the way up around a building then comes right back down. Or over in China and Japan, they have the ones where they have sharks and whales that are floating around. Uh, back a few years ago at the Carolina Panthers uh, football stadium, they did a Black Panther that you know, raced across the stadium. So the ability is there. But I do 100% believe that we do have a alternative life forms on this earth. Now, whether they come from space, which we, this will be a whole nother show about the whole flat earth, the firmament, that whole ordeal there, but we can talk interdimensional or we can talk hollow, the hollow earth. But what it comes down to is I do believe that there are alien life forms here. I think they're here. I think they're monitoring us. Uh, I do believe that we are some kind of experiment that if they were here civilizations ago 80 to 100,000 to a million years ago that debunks a lot of the religious aspects and I think that's what scares people the most you know, there's a lot of people that believe our government is lying to us, but they don't fully understand the uh, overall picture of how much we've been lied to. I mean, you look at all the things that we've been lied to about, why wouldn't they be lying about all the other stuff? And like I said, it'd be enough for another show, but why wouldn't they be lying about a flat earth? And I'm not talking about on a disc. We know NASA has been caught in a shit ton of lies. NASA has been nothing more than a money laundering organization. We know that Elon Musk has talked about the firmament. 
So it's out there. So never completely discredit things that could possibly be because the government has lied to us so much. You have to keep an open mind. You have to listen to all the all the information, all the facts about everything because they are 100% lying about alien life form being here on Earth because it's here. I would like to take a moment to talk about my official sponsor of the Renegades Rant Podcast. That's trinot.com backslash sinmen, C-I-N-M-I-N. Now, this is Cindy Davis, and she is a representative for Trinot. And please go check out her website and check out her shop because she has a lot of amazing products. These are for both men and women, and these are products you can trust. Now, they have products such as Enrich. This is a a fan favorite that's specially formulated to support the body's microbiome and encourage healthy digestion. Also, check out Nourish. Uh, Look after your gut, microbiota, and your skin will flourish. This is a GOS prebiotic meal replacement to help improve gut health and nutrition. Also improves gut skin access and increases beauty benefits on the skin. So please, if you would, go check out Cindy Davis and trinot.com backslash sinmen. Now, if you need to get a hold of her, you can also email her at sinmen03 at gmail.com. You can also find her in my link tree in my bio. Thank you. You got so many people. I mean, you got lots of documentaries. You've got a lot of people that write a lot of this literature about it. A lot of investigative journalists and and filmmakers. Jeremy Corbell, I mean, that dude, he's just right in the mix of it all. Him and George Knapp, they, you know, they have been, you know, the pushing force behind getting this shit out here and trying to air out the truth about what's been going on. If the people in the military... Of all people, the military, like the pilots and the deckhands on these uh, naval fleets and these engineers that have been involved with all kinds of different uh, missions and operations that have come forward about it. Why would they be lying to us? Our very own government doesn't want this shit to come out. And then finally, when Trump got in office, he made it okay. He's, he told the Navy, he told everybody, hey, if you see something, say something. So they come out with all these different organizations that are out there where they can go and they can tell what they are seeing and, and give their reports. That's why David Grush came out and testified. He whistle blew. He was a whistleblower. You know, and what what does he have to gain by coming out and blowing the whistle on all this information? When you have somebody that was in his position 
where he's being fed information and reports and then he's approached by the UAP task force to come aboard and to, you know, start reviewing this shit. You know, you have the video footage, the gimbal footage, you have the tic-tac-toe off the USS Nimitz. You have all kinds of different pictures and videos of these different objects, and they're all not all the same. You know, you got the tic-tac-toe or the tic-tac one that's cylindrical in shape. Then you have the gimbal one where it's like a saucer and it can, you know, no no propulsion systems and it can speed through the air and just, you know, toddle, toggle back and forth. It's time to wake up, people. You know, I understand kind of where the government back in the day was coming from that people wouldn't be ready for this, but we're in 2023 going into 2024. People want to know. We need to know. And we want these people, these these uh, life forms to come out. It's time for the world to see it. You know, you got so many different things going on with the military. Uh, You know, you had Henry Reed that started up all this stuff. Um, Or Harry Reed, I'm sorry, not Henry, Harry Reed. You know, and, and he wanted to start looking into this more. And he was from Nevada. So he should have known with Area 51 in his fucking backyard. But you got so many programs. You got the UAP task force. You had ATIP. Then you had the AAWSAP, which is the Advanced Aerospace Weapons System Applications Program, which is just another reporting program uh, to investigate all these different anomalies and all these different reports of sightings and, and stuff by the military. And then you have uh, James Fox, who came out uh, a couple years ago and had the documentary Moment of Contact, which was about a 1996 uh, UFO crash that happened in Varginha, Brazil. And there were three alien life forms that were uh, escaped the crash site and these little girls that were on their way home from school seen them and they ran off and told their mom and then the mom called the police and uh, they said one of them looked like it was sick or it was hurt and they had the uh, ambulance come out And actually, one of the medics touched this alien life form 
and he broke out into a deadly rash and then ended up dying. And his sister can confirm this. But, of course, this being in Brazil, the U.S. government swoops in, scoops all this shit up, and covers it up. Now, in the documentary, you'll see, like, the mayor of the town, and then you'll see uh, the little girls who are now grown up. They came out, and they talked about this and about what they've seen and what they experienced. We can't hide behind, you know, the lies anymore. This is a major, major topic. You know, a lot of people have wondered about this. You know, you've had people talking about alien abductions. You've had the UFO sightings. You've had the uh, reported of uh, UFOs that have crashed. But yet, the U.S. government just swoops in and and basically takes it over and they cover it up. They do what they usually do. So, that's an excellent documentary to watch. It's not bullshit. You'll actually meet all the people in the documentary that, you know, can confirm what happened there. But we have so many people who are trying to get this out there. You know, like I said, on Ancient Aliens, you can watch that show and you have a ton of smart, intelligent people that are on there that are, you know, explaining what's going on. And this shit's been going on for thousands of years. Maybe even millions. We don't know. Like I said, you know, you got Jeremy Corbell, George Knapp, Bob Lazar, Travis Taylor, Linda Moulton Howe, you know, and you got uh, Professor Avi Loeb from Harvard University, who is a very intelligent person and he talks about it hell he's even got the Galileo project where they're looking and seeking for alien life forms throughout our universe You know, he even talked about the interstellar alien probe that flew near the Earth and how there potentially was one that hit in Antarctica. And you can actually see how it skidded across the the snow and the ice in a straight line. And there lies under some snow an object that looks like this interstellar alien probe. And we know that we've had radiation in these uh, cosmic rays of radiation protruding out of the Earth at the South Pole. 
into space. It's all fascinating stuff. You know, we we see all this, we see all these different uh, anomalies that are happening. You know, it was just what about a year or two ago that right over the Las Vegas, um, one of the hotels out there, they had all these different uh, UFOs that were above it. You know, you've seen several out there in Los Angeles. You've seen some in New York. You know, you've seen the ones, uh, if you haven't seen it, go look up the one that touched the top of the temple in Israel, then shot straight up in the air. You know, and it has to do with a lot of the pyramids that are around. Uh, a lot of the ancient structures that are around that you see this stuff going on. So my question to you all, would it be something that would weird you the fuck out if tomorrow they came out on national TV and said, we're not alone and here we're going to have one of the leaders of this alien colony come out and speak to you would that flip you the fuck out me personally it wouldn't it'd be interesting as fuck because I'd have so many questions that's why I have a huge fascination with like the ocean like I think it's 87% of our oceans are still undiscovered, but yet you're wanting to send all this shit to fucking uh, Mars to explore Mars. Interesting. We haven't discovered our own planet completely, but yet you want to send something off into space and discover you know, what's going on on Mars. And I know that Elon Musk is tied with a company that has designed a robot that can produce oxygen. I found that very interesting as well. So they're wanting to basically send humans to, you know, live on other planets and the moon and whatever not and whatever they want to uh explore and and to colonize but we need to take care of what's going on here and i have my doubts about what's beyond the firmament and yes you can say whatever you want to about that but you know i'm the more and more down that rabbit hole i go the more and more i believe that theory. But hell, our oceans aren't completely discovered. You know, there's alien life form basically living in our oceans. Just look at some of the weird shit that lives in there that we do know of. You know, octopus is one of the major ones. Very fascinating, 
you know, form of life. Now, when I talk about Antarctica, you know, many people may know, many people might not know, but, you know, there was a treaty that was uh, passed, the Antarctic Treaty. You know, it was started in 1959, then it was uh, went into force in uh, June of 1961. <clears throat> originally 12 nations signed on to do this and it was Argentina, Australia, Belgium, Chile, the French Republic, Japan, South Africa, Russia, Great Britain, Northern Ireland, and the U.S. So that was back then. And this treaty basically uh, forbids people just to go and do whatever the what whatever they want. People are always saying, "Well, you can travel to Antarctica." To a degree, yes, they have designated areas you can go, but under that treaty, you cannot just go into Antarctica and just travel freely and do whatever you want. You can go to South Georgia, which is, you know, like a peninsula area that you can go to. They have the Falkland Islands and the King George Islands, and you can go through a couple of the passages in the Straits, but that's it. You can only go basically where they have these uh, researchers and these scientific teams. Um, you can't get access to McMurdo, uh, the station down there. Uh, I think they have tours that they can take you right to the South Pole, but that's it. Now, why would they have an Antarctic Treaty? You know, we know that Admiral Byrd said when they were down there that they were fighting the Nazis and they were fighting an unknown enemy. One that wasn't of human. That was, it was a non-biological Now, that's the big mystery of Antarctica, and I believe that's why they have this treaty. But as of today, there are 50 Antarctic Treaty nations that represent two-thirds of the world's population. Now, they're all signed on, and they're in agreement that you know, they can't utilize Antarctica for military purposes to, you know, launch missiles and doing that shit. They say it's to preserve the life down there. To preserve that continent. Now, many believe, 
you know, and a lot of scientists have talked about it, is that Antarctica was further to the north. And as time went on, the continent floated to the South Pole. I'm not sure I buy that or not. I think there had been quite a few of of events to have happened. Maybe, you know, uh, meteorites hitting, causing the separation of continents, which I believe that's part of it. But to say that was completely down in that area for the, or there was part of the, let me, let me think that it was part of the continental countries that were all together and then it separated, you know, it, it would explain a lot that the meteorite thing, you know, the, uh, not the big bang, but, you know, we know that there was several major meteors that hit earth at one point in time that these meteor showers completely disintegrated, you know, the landmass that was here. <clears throat> now, when I was talking about the treaty though of Antarctica and people can say, Oh, well you can go down there and you can vacation, you know, that's a complete and utter lie. You have to fill out a DS-4131 application in order to get acceptance to go down there. Now you have to state your reasons why you're going down there, where you're going, and uh, that sort of thing. And then the government can deny you if they want. Yeah, you can go to the South Georgia, to the Falkland Islands, or to King George Islands. Yeah, you can go there. But those are on the outskirts of Antarctica. And then they have arranged tours that will take you one way in, one way out to the South Pole. But we know that there's something going on down in Antarctica. And I believe this is where a lot of the uh, UAPs or UFOs are hiding at. I do believe there are underground bases there. Um. You know, in 2016, there was a satellite image that shows a massive hole that's in Antarctica that looks like it'd be big enough for a UFO to fly in and out of. And it's the size of a football field. Then you have reports uh, in 2018 that a UFO crash landed in South Georgia. <clears throat> Also, which is very interesting, um, 
Linda Moulton Howe has a couple interviews with former military. One was a uh, army engineer, I believe. And I think that took place, let's see, hold on here. 2019, it was a Navy engineer that she interviewed and he wanted his face covered and uh, his voice altered. Um, he went by Brian. He talked about a couple of the missions that they had to go and, and do. And he discussed, you know, seeing these UFOs outside the wing of the C-130 that they were on. That they were on a resupply mission. And they watched the UFO. There's five of them. One took off and flew over to another mountaintop, and then another one, and then another one, then another one, then another one. And they stayed with the plane. Then you also have her having an interview with uh, a guy that went by the name of Spartan One, who was a former Navy SEAL in 2018. And he talked about, you know, they were going out to pick up an individual uh, that was part of this research team that went out and they uh, couldn't find them. I'm sorry, that was wrong. That the Brian guy was talking about that one. He was talking about they went to search for this research team and they uh, hadn't checked in. Uh, they were they had missed their window of communications and they the military sent them out. Uh, they went to the base where they were at. They had uh, tents and everything set up. There's nobody there. They left. About a week later, they got a call from that research team. And so they were ordered to go back and to pick them up and bring them back. So when they got there, as soon as the door let down, they all ran on board, left all their shit there, and the military had to go out and they had to pick up all their stuff and get get it and put it back on the plane. And then they said they were quiet and nervous and looked shocked all the way there. And as soon as they landed back at McMurdo uh, Station, the... Uh, military scooped in uh scooped them up put them on a plane and took them off to Christchurch uh New Zealand and they never were informed what happened but the belief is they think those people were abducted now the Spartan 1 interview in 2018 uh by Linda Moulton Howe and this uh Navy SEAL were that they had to go and they were going to go get information and extract it from an individual that they were looking for. And they ended up finding this uh, area where they could go in. It's a bit, it looked like a big black box. And they went in, they pushed their finger on the door and it opened up. And it was like 50 below outside. But when they went inside, it was 68 to 72 degrees on the inside. And it was a 
lime green lit uh, room that had a bunch of hieroglyphics hieroglyphics on it that they couldn't explain where the, the light source was or where the heat was coming from. But it's believed that there's an underground pyramid that was under this mountain. Now, if you look at some of the pictures of out there in Antarctica, that looks like there are a few pyramids because of the pointed shape that resemble a pyramid. So something major is going on down in Antarctica that all these nations that have signed on to this treaty do not want you to know about. Now, like I said, whether you believe in the UFO and the alien life forms and all that, you know, it's, it's for whoever's preference. But the more I've looked into it, and I've looked into it over the years, and I've just been very interested in it. Uh, I believe that we're not alone. What do you think? Are we alone? Or is this just another operation or project that they're pushing? We know about Project Bluebeam, but what do you think? Pretty interesting. You know, some of the things that we got around this around this world, some of the innovation and some of the technology makes you wonder. Makes you wonder how they came up with some of these ideas. But it's for you to for you to think about, for you to believe or not believe. But for me, I don't think we're alone. So I'm hoping to get a guest on that will have a lot more information and we can go further with this at some point in time. Uh, I do enjoy talking about Antarctica. If there's anybody out there that has any more information on Antarctica, please come on to my show because I'd be interested in talking to you. But that's the show, guys. I appreciate you listening. And I will be back again next week. So hopefully I will have a guest and we will have another show. Thank you for listening. And remember, we the ungovernable. Thank you for listening to the Renegades Rant Podcast. You can find the Kentucky Renegade on TikTok, Instagram, or Twitter. But the easiest way is his link tree, which you can find in his bio. Please like, follow, share the show. And remember, be ungovernable.